Hey, Cassidy Sergeant. Hey, Sam Atherton. What show is this? It's Awkward Pause. If you don't listen to Gone Gold, you will not get that joke. Cassidy, I want you to do something for me. Okay. I want you to close your eyes. Closed. And I want you to pretend that you are a rapper named Lil Sargento. I don't have to pretend. Okay. You're at the jewelry store. Mm hmm. You got you're picking out you're picking out a new necklace. Let me get my chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What early 90s cartoon character is blinged out on the chain? The first one that came to mind was Dexter from Dexter's Lab. I don't know Ooh. why, but I, I could get I could get down with some omelette du fromage drip, you know? Mm. I don't. Oh, yeah. OK, because like he. Omelette du fromage. He, he used to say that. <laughs> a little man dark or something. <laughs> yeah, that was a that's a good one. Andy, you're a rapper. Your name is. Drew Road. Drew Road. Mm-hmm. What 90s cartoon character are you getting on you? I'm going to put. So you remember Rocco's Modern Life? I'm going to put his friend on there. Heifer? Heifer. (laughs) (laughs) Call you a little heifer? (laughs) God. They support, they, uh, Rocco's Modern Life. It's on Netflix. They just like did a new movie or something. There's a big documentary coming out about the making of the show. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Damn. Because yeah, like I, it I was, that, it was pretty influential, and so they're like spending a good amount of time talking about that, and then spending a good amount of time talking about like the dark history of the creator, or one oh. of the creators. Oh, is it problematic? Yes, very much so. Uh, like, okay. he's not the Ren and Stimpy guy, right? Oh, hang on. I'm everything that I've said is in the context of Ren and Stimpy. I'm okay. talking about Ren and Stimpy. There's a new Ren and Stimpy documentary. <laughs> all of this stuff. I apologize, Rocco. Yeah, very problematic. Yes, a lot of bad shit going on. Yes, what? I can apologize, we, Rocco. Can we talk about it on the show? I'm, 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 I'm curious. He, he basically like made Ren and Stimpy. You know, he's like one of the biggest animators at the time. He has his own studio, and he like has these like girls these like you know underage girls want to be his intern he's like yeah come be my intern uh but also be like my girlfriend Mm. heavy heavy grooming yeah going on it was like yeah big yikes the the big the big scandal out of Rocco's modern life was that one episode where he's a sex worker right he's a telephone Mm. sex worker oh baby Uh, baby. that that just i'm sure went over my head when i was watching it as a kid oh baby there's a lot in that show that it definitely went over my head. And the new movie, like, is adjusted for the new, t- like, for 2019, I think, when it came out. So it's got, like, there's some shit in there. Wow. Damn. Does he do the Fortnite dance? I can see I mean, that. I wouldn't doubt it. Does he floss? <laughs> oh, man. Is Ninja in it? Oh, God. He's coming for Hollywood, you know. I Dude. heard. And did you guys God. see that, the Drucker tweet about that? No. He was like, oh, uh... Ninja's on his way to Hollywood to not work with women or to not work with women oh, in yeah, more yeah. media. <laughs> uh, so many L's, dude. I, uh, Andrew, I watch the local news every day. Mm-hmm. And really? Yeah. My parents love the news and I am stuck watching it. Uh, and so 
there was a, a high school that got like broken into and vandalized. And they're thinking that it was kids. And I was like, wow, I, my mom. No, I didn't think this. I was thinking my mom said it. She's like, wow, Drew Road strikes again. Wow. The uh, legacy. The legacy strong. continues. Uh, so I, just, I didn't vandalize sure. really when I was you spray could painted this, your, you spray painted could this your be name. the work of Stop Eight? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's funny to me that you even remember that. I had Stop to take a second, eight. man. I was like, God, what the fuck was the name of it? <clears throat> I'm going to bring it back. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if Sam started cranking out some Stop Eight merch, I would, I would rep. I think we talked about that. Like, like about if the we last could get the, we, like... Uh, uh, you know, stop eight member on the back of the shirt, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, I think that was a, a very early, either a very early awkward pause gag or a very late for Yanks on Aussie gag. It was like the, the lasted two weeks name of Drew's, uh, quote unquote gang. Right. Which yeah, I feel was, like everybody had, I, I had one too. I it was our skate group. Yeah. Because we found the stickers in the mattress factory. <laughs> and that was the stop eight on the truck route, I guess. Um, wasn't long for this world. There was a Facebook page. It, have a, it had a forever the sickest kids song on it. Mm-hmm. It didn't last long. This all adds up. Mm-hmm. Damn. Were you guys big into yeah. MySpace? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Short lived, yeah. though, for me. Mm. Like, I didn't get a MySpace until sixth grade and then by like eighth grade it was like everyone was on to facebook okay but i was customized i had a little donkey kong background a little stewie like with some bling on like spinning some stuff sure uh fergalicious as the myspace song ironically (laughs) yeah i was into it did you like top friends? Did you agonize over who was in your your top friends? Just like is like okay, you got the girl I like, you got the like my friends, uh, maybe like a musician or something. Yep, big on the I'm gonna put Laszlo Bain in the top ten uh, friends for a minute. I'm gonna put some ironic picks in there. I'm gonna have Tom number one. Mm. That's a gag. Wow. A goof. See, my MySpace was my first experience with custom coding. Because you mm-hmm. could uh, oh, yeah. you could like HTML and uh, code up your site, you know. You're like copying, pasting the HTML from those uh, theme websites, and then like, oh, absolutely, oh, I, can, I can customize absolutely. it a little bit and mm-hmm. add the marquee and tags. Spending fucking hours and hours and hours finding the right song, right, for people yep. to show up your to your profile, it's, and it's got to be a banger quick, right? Because mm-hmm. people click on your profile. The song's got to get going. It's got to be good immediately. We can't have these slow, you know, low rumbler songs. No, no, no. Mm. It was a whole thing, man. So, Cass, do you do you remember what your song was? I mean, I pro- it probably changed every couple of weeks. Yeah, it was changing rapidly. Yeah, mine was some of those, uh, some of those MySpace original song. bangers. Mm. You know, maybe I was repping some some Colby Calais. <laughs> probably not wow that i don't think anyone has ever said banger and colby kelly <laughs> bubble toes you telling me that song's not a smacker <laughs> remember when she did those cotton commercials 
It's the flavor Oof. of life or whatever that shit she said. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. I was uh, remember Tila Tequila. Oh, oh I, yes. Pour one out for her. Shot at love. Mm. Oh, I forgot about that. Forgot about that. Talk about a problematic show. <laughs> show. <laughs> uh. So what was your song, Sam? Uh, I, I think mine for the the longest time was uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Um, I think they had like a new the, the album that came out was like at the end of my MySpace days. And mm, I love that's on them. brand. I was very on brand. I don't think you guys I, know how deep into the like emo and scene rabbit culture I was. It was bad, especially. On I Facebook. definitely don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. So you had like a studded belt. Oh, I had two studded belts. I was wearing them at the same time. It's wearing them at the same time, not in the sa- all in the loops. Right? No, of course not. You okay. had one in the loops mm-hmm. and one just kind of sitting around your ass. Yep. Like uh, a uh, like a Final Fantasy character. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. If you guys know Escape the Fate, that was my yep. um, I would Rack, take I would it. take pictures of them into my hairstylist and be like, let make me look like this. Wow. I love that. Yeah, it was bad. Um, Damn. But, you know, wow. hey, I'm I'm here. I'm surviving. I mean, scene's coming back. Yeah. You got the uh, the coontail hairs with the like stripes. Man, that really. On TikTok, I see that the scene is coming back. Oof. I hope you're not Jesus. using TikTok today, man. Because oh, you're, yeah, you're going to get arrested. I, I know. The FBI's <laughs> coming. <laughs> yeah. So was it did, late last night? This is uh, August 1st. Late last night, did did Trump <clears throat> say that he was going to ban TikTok? Is that what happened? He's going to ban it yeah. in the U.S., he said. <sighs> and that's supposedly he's like f- trying to get the company to they want to continue U.S. operations. They got to sell it to an uh, American company. <laughs> Enter Microsoft, apparently. So the rumors say, which. OK, it's because Bill Gates, then he's going to put the vaccine <laughs> advertisements on tiktok dear god he's trying to he's trying to get me (laughs) Uh, well that'll be something to to look into and see what happens with i'm sure see sam i feel like i feel like you're just a pokemon right it's like you were your kind of emo scene and now you've evolved Mm -hmm. and now you're in like your like grown-up hardcore boy yeah you know can can go thrash in the pit kind of thing. I was, you know, when I was 16, <clears throat> I was a little Pichu. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a Raichu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pikachu is in there somewhere. I think this is probably like the college years. Maybe Probably the college years. I was like, oh, you know, I'm too cool for this. I'm going to start wearing Hawaiian T-shirt or like not Hawaiian T-shirts, but the Hawaiian button ups. I'm going to wear ties a lot. I wore a lot of ties in college. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't like know. A, that's, uh, that's the Pikachu. Yeah. Okay. So wait, you're wearing the ties as like a, was it like a preppy thing or was this like a Green Day, ironic like, punk tie type of situation? Mm, it was definitely not ironic. Okay. Um, you know, I had the I had the shirts from Express. Uh, mm-hmm. I had the, I was tucking my I was tucking my shirts into my into my, pants, uh. I have a lot of ties. Okay. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I, I have a very large tie collection. 
Mm-hmm. We, should, we should uh we should do a tie swap. The truth is really coming too. out here. I'd be into that. So Andrew, I never had to go ahead. If I never had to wear a tie again, <laughs> outside of like dressing up for nice occasions, weddings, parties, funerals, <laughs> really just weddings, um, parties and yeah. funerals. <laughs> Um, I would never want to wear a tie again. I had to wear a tie when I worked at, uh, when I was a bank teller mm. and it was miserable Oof. every day, tie, dress, pants, button down. Who gives a shit? <laughs> never once have I walked into the bank and been like, this motherfucker's not wearing a tie. You're handling my money. Unprofessional. Yeah. Fuck out of here with that. Now, see, in, in middle school, I didn't do the tie, but I did occasionally do the Phil Spencer t-shirt and blazer. Mm. Yep. In I middle school? In, school? in middle school. Because wow. I thought it was, you know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't had, know what the fuck you had I ladies, thought. I thought you something. had ladies to impress. I get it. I was trying. I was, was certainly trying. So were you f- who you were friends with Davey <clears throat> in middle school? Yes. Yeah? I was, was friends he, with probably most of the people that you know in my life. Were they all rocking the T-shirts and blazers? Like, were they? No. Was it a crew or? No, no, no. Mm. I was I was the only one, I think, still working out that particular uh, issue with myself. Mm. <laughs> Everyone else had moved on to other things. <laughs> you know, well, that was my that was my bowling shoes, uh, bowling shirt phase. Mm. Um, Were you uh, listening to a lot that, of ska, Cass? <laughs> I, I definitely did listen to ska, but that wasn't really Less the area Jake. I was headed. It was it was more. Uh, I was that dude wearing all of the fossil vintage tees. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So more that brand Love of this. bowling shirt than your, you know, real big fish brand of, of okay. bowling shirt. It was a travesty. I mean, it was bad all around, but, <clears throat> you know, that was my Pikachu, I guess. Yeah. So wait, so did Amber, did Amber know you back then? No, not in middle school. We didn't really meet until junior year. Okay. So she do you think she do you think that you would have a house and a wife if she knew you when you were in middle school? Almost certainly not. (laughs) I mean, I I know it's I know it's the like coldest take around, but holy cow, thinking about yourself in middle school, dude, like there's nothing that makes you want to die more. (laughs) And Andy, Melissa, you guys knew each other. Yeah. But you weren't friends. No. Thinking wow. about myself in middle school, pretty rough. <laughs> she was probably I wore a lot of. I bet this is like she's been probably swooning over you. <clears throat> like you. I bet she said I was gross. The first time she the first time she ever saw you was when you were playing cocaine at that concert. And she's like, that's way later. That's the one I was in high. I was in high school then. then oh, and that's an embarrassing moment. Middle school is even worse than that. <laughs> I still can't believe that no one said anything or stopped this for playing cocaine at the <laughs> fucking Memorial Day parade. <laughs> what in hindsight, what a fucking dumb idea. Yeah. I don't know how we got came to that conclusion. Yeah. But yeah, middle school was uh black skinny jeans, a lot of uh America skate attire. Mm. A lot of like Lakai shoes. Oh yeah, 
a lot of girl hats. Mm-hmm. A lot of long, terrible-looking hair. Is this, like, just just pre-Bam Margera? Or is this, uh, like, ba- no, we're solidly in Bam. The, no, it, I, we're in the Bam zone. <laughs> I kicked off middle school with Bam. Okay. I went all in on Bam. Purple walls, yeah. uh, purple clothes, element skateboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wearing, in the fucking dead of summer, I was <clears> skating <throat> with the... DC uh, fucking beanie with the rim on it. Oh my, the visor beanies? The visor beanie. All the way down, hair coming out under it. Yeah. Dead of summer. Yeah. Skateboarding around with that on. Yeah, well, Bam Bam did it in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. You could do it too. (laughs) So I was doing that. Wow. Did you start trying to beat up your dad like Bam? (laughs) Rebelling hard, got to play the pranks. Um... And then I quickly pivoted into like the deeper skate culture and was like, "Bam is a shill. Mm. He's a sellout. Jeb Fucking sellout. is a mess. <laughs> Jeb, <laughs> Jeb is a mess." <laughs> so, Andy, who was like your in your post Bam? You realize there's more to skateboarding. Who was like your favorite pro skater? Uh, so I was a Mike Carroll stan. Okay. He rode, he rode for girl mm-hmm. and, uh, and Lakai. Hence why I wore a lot of Lakai and girl products. Um, I also liked, uh, the whole America team, Andrew Reynolds, Spanky, uh, Jerry Sue. Like I was watching a lot of these. I was on the America message boards mm. hanging Fuck, out on man. there. Posts and stuff. Right. Like I was very try- much on the fringe of all this. Like I knew people that you know watched skate videos and shit, but I didn't watch skate videos. Mm-hmm. So it's so funny to hear you guys like <laughs> in there, man, hanging yeah, out I in def- zoomies all the time. Did yeah, you guys you know, have zoomies? Yeah, we have zoomies. Okay, I think this was pre zoomies or like maybe. Or was zoomies like no? That's that's for posers. It, I think it became that eventually for me. It's like Zoomies was like, I kicked it off there. Okay. But then Zoomies expensive as fuck. That's true. Yeah. Like I was a kid trying to, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm going to TJ Maxx to try and get my fucking skate attire as much as like to my chagrin probably. Um, but then like once I was old enough to start like sneaking out of town and going to like, uh, like taking the train somewhere without my parents knowing it's like then i'm going to like the local skate shops and we had a local a local skate shop in town that i'm blanking on the name of that was 110 percent in hindsight thinking back a front for something it was like this guy bought this uh empty storefront next to like a local chinese restaurant and you would go in there the place was empty Huge empty room, one counter with like four pairs of skate wheels, two pairs of trucks and a pair of bearings, three decks on the wall, a couch and a TV. And that was it. No one ever bought anything. One time I remember we all used to hang out there and we walked in the back to where the owner was and he had like, uh, I don't know if they were airsoft guns or what, but he just (laughs) had them sitting on his fucking on his desk. I don't think like they were airsoft guns. <laughs> showing them to somebody and we were like, 
what the fuck? But nobody ever bought anything there. Everyone just kind of hung around and like vibed. <laughs> but like, I don't really know what was going on with it. Like there was definitely some shit, some shady shit going on. And like, I remember him telling kids like, yeah, I'm going to sponsor you guys. Like, this will be a thing. And like, Months would go by and be like, yo, whatever happened to that sponsor? Like, I don't fucking know. He just kind of ghosted. <laughs> then the store closed and we never heard from the guy ever again. And Damn. it burned down mysteriously. Yep. So, Andy, did you ever send anyone some sponsor me videos? Oh, no. Yeah. I was very aware that I was not good enough to get sponsored. Yeah, big same. Um, I very much knew that, like, you know, I think very early I had, like, I'm going to try and be a professional skateboarder. And then quickly learned this is not going to be the path in life for me, but I'm going <laughs> to just vibe. I think like towards the end, it was more I'm into the aesthetic. Mm. I like watching the skate videos. I like hanging out with the boys at the skate park. I like listening to punk music. <laughs> it's like I very much learned I was not going to be a pro. <clears throat> You're here for the culture. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm scared of heights, too, like. You know, very quickly I was like <laughs> trying to go down this jumping, doing ollies down the stairs and getting scared. <laughs> like doing it, you know, if people were watching, I got to commit. Yeah. But if I was by myself, I was doing a lot of like ride up to the <laughs> stairs, look at it, go back. After your uh, skate shop closed down, what you have to get on the train, go out to the American Dream Mall or <laughs> the American <laughs> Dream Mall. Yeah. Okay. The American Dream. What a documentary or like little video or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, so, Cass, I, I think we had talked. We I, we've definitely talked about it before on the yes. show. Yeah. Past listeners may remember to this level. So w that was so. OK, there's a series called Abandoned. Yeah. On by YouTube. Bright Sun Film. Yeah, can you, Andy, you describe it. You watch a lot of these. This is the first time I've ever seen. All right. Bright Sun Films. He has a series called Abandon. He just did one on the American Dream Mall, formerly known as Xanadu, in the Meadowlands of, uh, I think that's East Rutherford or Rutherford, New Jersey. Um, about three miles from where I grew up. Uh, it's really good. You should go watch it. It's all about this gigantic, basically, Mall of America that they tried to build and are still trying to get done in New Jersey. Plans started in 1994. Just it one just of those opened. fucking forever construction <laughs> projects. And, and the like, irony with the name is so good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's basically that they, I mean, 26 years in the making, basically. <laughs> it just opened, like, halfway through last year. Multiple delays it was painted this horrendous like rainbow color that became like a big meme around here. Like everyone talked about the hideous building. Um, yeah, I saw it. Just, like, I saw it one time uh, yeah. with you and it was yikes. They painted it, though. Now it's all oh, white. Wow. Um, and they built a Nickelodeon theme park in there now. And uh, your parents and help. sister went, right? Didn't they go? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was it? Did they like it? Yeah, they seem to like it. The uh, the rides are all themed like Nickelodeon things. It seems cool. But the the thing I was saying is like, 
it's so funny to me that the rides are like Ren and Stimpy rides. Hey Arnold rides. I was just about to ask, like themed like how? So it's just yeah. classic stuff? There's no like modern representation? There's like the Ninja Turtles, like mm. those modern new Ninja Turtles. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is like, I mean, there's Spongebob, Blue's Clues, Rugrats. Mm. Like they're very much leaning on the, the classics. Which for my sister, I don't think my sister knows what the fuck Rugrats is or Ren. She definitely doesn't know what Ren and Stimpy is. <clears throat> yeah. So, but the the theme park is new. Was never intended to be in the mall. They once the company that was building the mall built the structure and then went bankrupt. This new company, the company that owns Mall of America, bought it, and then said, "We're gonna go fucking bigger. Put a theme park in there. Put a water park in there." On top of the already ice rink and the indoor ski slope that oh is built goodness, into guys. it, they, they wanted to go bigger. So now it is, I'm not sure if it's reopened since March, because <coughs> malls can open here mm. now. The problem is, there is no fucking mall in it. All, yeah. There is no stores open. Yeah, there was like footage, and it was just like, all these... There was space for stores, but it was, they were all boarded up and like white. It was yep. very surreal. It was because it was odd. They opened the theme park because the theme park is done. So that's open. But nothing and none of the retail businesses are open. That's wild. So it's like the whole mall is all fucking empty. And there and the retail businesses, I think, were supposed to open in like March or April. Yeah. Obviously, the pandemic hit. I don't think that I mean, some of the uh, retailers that were supposed to open in there are filing for bankruptcy right now <laughs> because of the pandemic. So, like, I don't know that opening your huge Mall of America stores at the top of the list for a lot of like these struggling brands. I just saw California Pizza Kitchen got got uh, they're, they're going under. They well, they declared bankruptcy, you yeah. know, make of that what you will. I don't really know how that works, honestly. I feel like there's different kinds, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The, the only <laughs> the way bankruptcy was explained to me was, well, if you declare bankruptcy, then you're saying you don't have enough money basically to cover your existing debts. And so then but then what? Then they're that's erased. It. Then <laughs> I I don't know. I like isn't that the kind of shit we should learn in school? <laughs> uh, anyway. It's crazy, too. I feel like businesses can just be like, we're bankrupt. And they're like, all right, we'll pay your executives out tons of money and then just dissolve the company and fuck everyone else. Go it's make like, another okay. one. Yeah, we'll just go do another one. Like the company that owns Mall of America is in insane debt. Yeah, like, it was like five billion dollars or something they owe yeah. on the Mall of America. It's like... They're missing mortgage payments, I think, on the Mall of America. So it's like, who knows what's going to happen? And then uh, in the video, they talk about this. But huge controversy around here was that uh, it was going to be like $30 to park <laughs> to go to the fucking mall. It's like nobody wants to go to the mall as it is. You can't get people into the mall to buy your shit. So charge them $30 to park. People flip the fuck out. Now it's free to park. But the... <laughs> Uh, now like the theme park costs like $70 up to $70 cause there's different passes. And then the water park can cost up to $90. Mm. 
Like, yeah, what? That's uh, that's insane. Who the fuck is going to this? <laughs> that's so much money. That's like Disney prices. These are people to to- living the American dream. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And then on top of that, the fact that it's called the American Dream, it took 24 years to open. None of the retail stores are going to open. It's been a fucking disaster. Like that video goes over the things that we all saw growing up was that they would build a structure and then tear it down (laughs) because they needed to like, like they paved in the video. They talk about the paved parking lot that they then built a bridge from Mall of America to Giant Stadium and then tore down that bridge to build a new structure right where the bridge was. And it's like, why did you build the bridge to just tear it down <laughs> six months later? It was like true comedy of errors over there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it was there. There's one shot where it shows like the I think the Google Maps view or whatever. And it like shows like all the different construction things. Yeah. It, uh, and. Maybe it's it's interesting that he didn't really cover it. Maybe this is like a, a New Jersey secret. But, you know, we've talked about like the level of corruption and, you know, uh, I don't know. What's the what's the word? Not laundering. Chris Christie. Well, but, um, you know, yeah, money, money got lost. Misappropriated. Misappropriated. There's probably a lot of speculation involved in that because there's no proof right now. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of deals cut to make that happen back in the 90s. And then, like, it just exists. And constantly there's, like, we're going to give you some tax-free government bonds. We're going to give you some tax incentives. We're going to give you taxpayer money. And then for it to not open, change hands three times. And then it's still not open. It's like, yeah, there was definitely some fucking money going on. I mean, the... The New Jersey Sports Association, or whatever the fuck it's called, is the ones who like bargain this deal. But then you have the Giants suing the mall because of the parking lot. It's like shit was all fucked. Why are they mad about the parking lot? What's going on there? Because the Mall of America is taking up so much space over there that it ate into their parking lot space for the Giants stadium. Got it. Which is notoriously a shit show to park at and get in and out of. Um, so I think they were like, I think cause we had, uh, was it about a year ago? They had WrestleMania <laughs> at MetLife stadium, which was a disaster. <laughs> like, like famously a disaster. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, and I, this I don't was know a, about this. Tell me, tell yeah, me what happened. I think it, it was a true, the stars aligned New Jersey's, crumbling infrastructure, uh, crumbling public transportation with the NJ Transit trains on top of Route 3, uh, where MetLife Stadium is being always a disaster under construction. And then Giant Stadium itself is a a mess. Uh, So everyone trying to leave, like all of these out of towners are like, fucking New Jersey, we'll take the NJ Transit in and out of Giant Stadium. WrestleMania is huge. Is, yeah, huge. Tons of people. There was like people left whatever the show ended at 10 o'clock. They didn't get home, which was seven miles away until like four o'clock in the morning because the trains were so fucked up. Oh, my God. Because like NJ Transit just talk about another thing that like (laughs) we supposedly gets money poured into it. Executives are leaving and then money's like, where'd all that money go? It's like, 
He must have taken it. All right, well, we'll just forget about it. <laughs> so. Wow. Man. Crazy times over here. Russell Crazy Lee. times. So if you guys ever come, we'll have to, you know, if things ever, if the American dream is still alive and well, uh, <laughs> in more ways than one post the pandemic. I don't think it's going to uh, last that long. I don't think so. Uh, we'll have to... Uh, have to go over but they're i mean they're signing up business like the ramen shop that i like mm. they are like we have a mall, a mall of america uh american dream storefront coming soon <laughs> we'll have to swing by if you guys ever come more power to you i guess on and the way to the you can make it work sure. yeah that sounds fun damn Cass, i i'm gonna we're gonna i'm gonna do a hard turn here Maybe we've talked about this. I can't remember. Did you have a job in high school? Like, did you have a a working man's job? No, I didn't have a job until I graduated high school. Okay. Um, and then I had a job all through college. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, we we have definitely talked about my first job uh, because we we launched a boycott against them. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. Hashtag boycott Best Buy. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it was good, man. But I, I had that through community college. I went to a community college around here for two years and got my associates. Um, and during most of that time, I was at Best Buy. And then I transferred to uh, a local school here and worked another job uh, through that. But nothing in high school. I was always kind of jealous of those kids who had a job in high school because of one reason and one reason only. They had money. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. Did you? Yeah, I uh, I went on the. Uh, I was a busser at an Italian restaurant. Oh, see, oh. I would have been very jealous of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You yeah. got to work in a restaurant. It's fast paced. You're a grown up man. You're an adult. You're making tips. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh man, that was a. Uh, so it was like this family, this family Italian restaurant that my. Uh, my friend got me a job there. She worked there as like a hostess. Can I get the name? Uh, it'd be Garazzi's. Garazzi's. Uh, Perfect. Uh, Garazzi's. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, every I think every Sunday they would have this big brunch. It was like the big uh, and I would always work that and it would be these like old people that would come in and would get like, you know, super pissed or like about always. everything the owners mm-hmm. were the, it was a family owned business and the the owners hated each other um this was definitely a restaurant you would see in kitchen nightmares mm-hmm. this was Love right that. for gordon to show up yeah um ma uh, unfortunately he never did um but uh, yeah. I, I can picture you just in the background of a scene while he is like berating the two owners and you're just kind of like standing back there with your arms folded and your apron on, <laughs> you know, he, he comes to you. He says, are they always like this? <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate them. <laughs> I'm trying to think I I'm trying to think of what happened because I I quit very dramatically. So I think there were two Ooh. brothers and a sister and they just like always, you know, were like very disrespectful like treated me like shit and i was a hard worker you know i was like definitely doing all my stuff and i i I think like the the sister like said some dumb shit to me and was like you know you never work you're always like lazy or whatever and then uh, i went to collect my uh my tips from the the brother and i was like yeah 
I'm not coming back or something or like I quit. And he was like, I guess you write a two week notice on your thing and uh, on the board or whatever. And I don't know. It was just. And you're like, yeah, I I never work. I'm always lazy. Yeah. So he's like, you'll never flip pizzas in this town again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then later I got a. a, a, a buster. I was a buster at another fine Italian establishment, Carabba's Italian Grill. Uh, <laughs> um, the fancy Olive Garden. Authentico. Um, yeah, and uh, that was fine. It, you know, we were. Why did you decide to get a job in high school? Just the money? I think so. I think I really wanted a car. Mm. And uh, my parents told me you need a you know you need a job before you can get a car. Hmm. Hmm. And, Did uh, they say we'll help you with the car? You know, we'll meet you halfway, but you got to you got to put some down or was it just about having a job? I think so. I think what happened is I bought a car and or I think my parents bought the car and I was like paying the loan back to them or whatever. And I think I paid off most of the loan. Uh, I'm sure when my mom listens to this, she will remind me exactly how much uh, was going to receive. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was just, I think it was like a way to like, Oh, you gotta be responsible. You gotta do all this. Um, I kept the job. I think I just stopped. I think I just stopped kind of paying the the car off. Miss Atherton's going to be like, it's 80% interest. (laughs) (laughs) Time to collect. (laughs) Your car cost you $57,000 now. Sorry. (laughs) Andy. Yeah, I wish, man. I, I I wanted to have the money to to go out and do stuff, but uh, it just wasn't happening. I was doing a lot of hanging out at, at people's houses. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, were you like a, an allowance kid, or what was the were you just floating? You know, around? I had an allowance at one point in my life for about like a year. Uh, <laughs> I don't talk about it that often, but I I li- we lived with this dude for a little while. Oh. Uh, and it was not a good part of my life mm. uh, in an, in a no meme way. So that's why I don't talk about it that much. But anyway, he did an allowance that uh, in hindsight, looking back at it was very g- generous. Um, I think I was probably like eight or nine and I was getting 20 bucks a week. Mm. Nice. For, that's you know, cash. Doing, for doing fucking nothing. Like mm. I didn't have any chores. I didn't have anything that was just like, here, go live your life. Uh, and you know, for an eight year old, it's like, okay, well, fuck, I got a new game every three weeks. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Four packs of Yu-Gi-Oh cards a week. Are you joking me? Yeah. So it it was short lived. Uh, but I did have an allowance for a bit. I've been thinking, um, and this is, this is not a sign of Baja Blast to come, but what, what do you do with your kid? Right. Are you somebody, and I pitched the idea because I was always also jealous of kids that had this. You pay for A's mm. on a report card. Mm. Yeah. Right. I knew the kids who were like, yo, I get 20 bucks. I get 50 bucks. I get 100 bucks an A. And they would, you know, have their report card and there's three A's on there. I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, I, but feel I, like I don't know. I don't know if it's a weekly allowance. I don't know if it's like we'll pay you for chores. I don't know if it's like, hey, I'll take care of you and you can go make your own money when you make your own money. I don't know how it works. I feel like you take care of them. But then you do do like I feel like you get a chore system going, but you keep the amount lower. You let them work. That's their spending. You teach them like, OK, we're going to the store. 
you want to buy something, you got your allowance money. You've been saving it. Mm-hmm. You can then, buy a Hot Wheel if you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then with the, I feel like with the A money, that's where you're like, all right, you're getting a larger sum, but you got to save some of this. Mm-hmm. You want to put half of this? Let's go to the bank. We'll put let's half open of your this. savings account. Yeah. Let's. Oh, look, you got fifty bucks for your A's. How about we put twenty five of that in the bank? Let's go. We'll open it. I'm sure they do like some dumb shit for kids where you get like a little piggy bank or something. Wow, that's that's interesting, Andy. I'll pay you for your A's. You get half now, and you get half when you graduate. Fuck mm-hmm. me, dude. Damn. Because I, I feel like you gotta you gotta start like. I don't know. I feel like when I was a kid, I was fucking wheeling and dealing with my money. <laughs> Anything I got, I was like, I got to spend it immediately. <laughs> I got to go buy Pokemon Trozy. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I feel like you got to teach him, like, let's let's save some of this. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of like what it was like for me. You know, you got your you do. I'm doing the chores. I'm getting, you know, paid for that. And then, uh, you know, I was a. Uh, I remember like the big thing I was saving for is like the Playmobil castle set. I saved for a mm. long time for that. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, it felt real good when I finally, uh, finally got that. So on the pay for chores system, was it like a, here are your chores and on Friday you get 10 bucks or was it like unload the dishwasher and that's a dollar? I didn't have a chore system. Mm, okay. A little yeah, prince I was, over here. No, your, I didn't. What was your I wasn't money getting, system? Uh, it was just like, I guess every once in a hey, while. I'm going to the movies. Okay, here's 20 bucks. Yeah, I think it would be like that. But it was like not a frequent thing. Right, I think right, I right. asked a lot, but my parents were like, we just <laughs> gave you. But like growing up, I had my um, my great grandmother live. Our house used to be a two family. My great grandmother lived downstairs playing spy on her. But I would also right. go down there and be like, you know, I'll clean Every time I needed something, we'd go down there and be like, I'll clean the kitchen for $30 <laughs> so I could go buy a Metroid pinball. Um, and I would go down there and be like, what chores do you have that I could do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was like a pretty common thing. Every that, summer or so, I would have the big conversation with my mom of like, OK, is there any like major yard work that we can do? You know, mm-hmm. let's let's talk out a price list. Mm. Which I'm sure, you know, moving forward will be absolutely infuriating of like, hey, look, I'll do this for a hundred dollars. I'll do this for 50 bucks. I'll be like, fuck you, dude. (laughs) You have any idea how many tens of thousands of dollars I've spent on you? Yep. Now you want to square up. Now you want to make sure everything's fair. (laughs) I do remember in high school, uh, Junior and senior or sophomore, junior and senior year, I think I had a teacher who ran a summer camp uh, and I would work there. I think it was just July and August and I would only get two paychecks, one at the end of July and one at the end of August for all of my months long of work, which mm. was I was not like I was being paid that well but you get that lump sum of money mm-hmm. it's, it's like my that's, money and i yeah, need it now that's a lot of fucking money in high school and it's like i would get in the mindset where like now i gotta save this i gotta harness this as long as possible i gotta resist the urge to buy the uncharted three collector's edition <laughs> <laughs> um 
and trying to make that last as long as possible, like through the school year so that I was like, I could put off asking my parents for money to go to the movies or to like pay for gas in, in the car or, you know, whatever dumb shit I was trying to fucking do. Walk to 7-Eleven with my friends. <laughs> yeah, my my big like lump sum and, and probably my. Uh, uh, my like the most that I felt like a trust fund baby. Once we started to get a little bit of money and my mom got like a, a nice job and we were doing okay. When she would get a bonus from work, I would get a chunk of the bonus. So Ooh. it's like, hey, I got a bonus, and so Cass, here's two hundred bucks, and I was like, whoa, and and so those <laughs> those became like console buyers, right? Ooh. I'm like, okay, after mom's bonus, like I can buy an Xbox. Like I could get a PS2. I could get a, you know, whatever it is. So though those were fucking game changer moments. Yeah. But you get that much money and then like I feel like something kicks in in your brain. There's like some threshold where you realize like, okay, I can't just piss away this money. Mm -hmm. I can't somebody can't give me two hundred dollars and then I go buy a candy bar with it. And now I've got, you know, one ninety seven ninety five. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) I need to spend two hundred dollars on something. The. Maybe I'm showing the this this privilege here. The thing with consoles was that my dad would always get them. Hmm. My parents would fall very. And maybe this is why I can fall victim to it sometimes, too. They get swept up in the hype. (laughs) <laughs> right the 360 comes out it's impossible to get my parents are at target together they see it they have them in stock my mom is like we gotta get it it's in stock i remember the psp being out we were at best buy i wanted it but i obviously didn't have the money to save it my mom's like but you can't find it anywhere there it is it's right there we gotta get it we just gotta buy it <laughs> and my dad's like i don't know do we need it it's like we just just get it let's do it let's get it so think about all the umds we'll be able to play on this yeah baby. we could watch napoleon <laughs> dynamite on umd like we need that yeah but the- i'm trying to think of where my consoles came from i feel like i can't really remember past like you know my dad came home with a super nintendo uh and i think i i think i saved up for the ps1 uh, I definitely had some birthdays and Christmases yeah. sprinkled in there for sure. Yeah. And then uh, my mom will never I bought I, I remember we the week came out when I was in high school and I had a job and I was like working. I think well, Andy, when when did the week come out? 2007. OK, so maybe this is like early Sam has a job and uh, bought a bought a Wii. And then my mom for Christmas that year got the Wii Fit. So mm. she could work out mm-hmm. uh, a couple years later, maybe the next year, 2008, 2009. No, it, it must have been 2009 because I was about to go to college. And I was like, I don't want a Wii for college. I want a 360. I called one day and asked my mom and said, hey, I'm going to sell the Wii. Is that OK? She did not understand that if I sold the Wii, she could not play Wii Fit. Oh, uh, no. And uh, as I'm sure she's listening to it right now, she's. Uh, getting the Vietnam War flashbacks, uh, but she was not too happy with me that I bought a. Uh, I sold the Wii and got a a 360. If you ruin your mom's life, how does that feel? <laughs> mm, that's what kids do. And now you want an allowance. 
<laughs> I could have been an actor before you came. <laughs> I definitely, uh, and I beat myself up over it. I have long, sl- restless nights about s- the things that I sold. Mm. Uh, but my my dad would get mad. He'd be like, "Oh, where's the uh, where's Gears of War? Oh, I sold it to GameStop for how much?" <laughs> Three dollars? You stay gave you three dollars. It's like I'd rather break it in the parking lot than sell it for three dollars. Oh man. Yeah. See, my my thing, I don't I don't regret things I've sold, but I do regret things I've bought. Mm. About maybe two weeks after I bought the Wii U. I was like, okay. Cass, you still have your little, Wii U? Got a little caught up. No, no, do it. No. I sold I my Wii mine. U and I regret it. You still have your Wii U? Yeah, you want it? Yeah, let's. Maybe we could strike a deal here. <laughs> don't let Melissa hear that I'm trying to buy a Wii U. <laughs> Dude, don't do it. Come on, you're better than this. Scarcity. I care about you. you don't on. do this. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> I need to. I need to download all the eShop games before they're gone. Um. Yeah. So, Andy, I After was going to ask you, but I remember. So. Yeah. You had you you were the bank teller. You worked at the bank. My senior year. Your senior year was that the was that and that was your first job, yeah. No, I worked as a camp counselor before that. That's right. Okay. And that was like, it was a you job, just, but I fucking, you know, I'm running through the sprinkler, and <laughs> <laughs> fucking watching kids and doing all that. Yes. Shit. So what kind of summer camp was this? Okay. So, it was a. And this is going to sound like fucked up, but like it was a summer camp for like either like problematic kids or kids who are having trouble or uh, like kids with disabilities. And the fucked up thing was that like it had the entire like ga- it ran the gambit like you. We had um, kids who were like nonverbal and like you would have to stop them from like eating things and like screaming and all that kind of stuff all the way to fully normal, like in, mm-hmm. you know, I'm fully not, abled. Yeah. Fully mm-hmm. abled kid who was just probably, you know, doing poor like in behavior school. issues, yeah, or behavior something. issues or like ADHD or, or, or whatever. And it was kind of fucked up in the sense that like the normal town summer camp was like, we don't want these kids basically. Like we, we can't handle them. So they gave like my, the teacher who gave me this job was like a, um, she would like take care of these kids and like started this camp that they had somewhere to go and like, geez, man, to like have their activities. And like their parents were looking for a summer camp because, you know, obviously they worked and, and whatever. So we would like the thing that sucked is undesirable. Yeah. (laughs) It was like super fucked up. But then the other thing was like. They wouldn't, the town, like, wouldn't give us anything. Like, I remember, like, because <laughs> the other, the other camp would, like, go on trips. It's like the town would be like, we don't have buses for, for your camp. So, like, the kindness of their heart, like, the bus driver would be like, hey, before my shift ends, I have an extra 20 minutes. I'll drive you and the kids to the movie theater. Or, like, sometimes we would walk them to, like, <laughs> you know in town to the library or to to wherever to do things and like so where was this summer was the summer camp like an after school like sort of thing or was it like you know go into nature and do all this sleep stuff? away no it was like after they would go to like their extended school year program 
till like mm-hmm. 11. And then from 11 to five, they were like with me and the other counselors. And it was like at a park that had like a, uh, an old rec center mm. and like in the rec center had like a TV and like some board games, like always missing pieces. Like it was like all shit that people <laughs> donated. Um, so there was like a lot of like, uh, you know, what can we like me and the other counselors like coming up with ideas? Like, what can we do today? It's like, all right, well, we printed out like a bunch of these things off of the internet. Let's color them and then we'll glue and make like some sort of arts and crafts. And then tomorrow we'll do slip and slide. And I saw know. a YouTube video on how to make colored milk. Maybe we could try that. Yep. Like, <laughs> oh, we know how to look at Play-Doh is so easy to make. And it's like, you know, it's a sensory <laughs> thing. And, you know, like, let's uh, get it out of your mouth. <laughs> It was a an interesting experience. The kids were awesome. They were so fucking rad, um, like almost every single one of them. Uh, it definitely was like a lot of fun. But it was like, I think that's like one of those things you see like when you're a kid in high school and you're like, wow, the system is fucked. Like mm. These kids are like are not getting the same thing as like everyone else because like they require a bit more attention and it's like... You know, kind of you see that shit and you're like, wow, you don't realize like, you know, these kids go to your school, but are not getting the same like attention and whatever. Treatment. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. How did your boss feel about Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh trading with the kids? Could you bring your cards in and do some swaps? So we weren't doing swaps, but like if you brought like your DS or something, the kids were into that. Okay. They were like, oh, you know about Pokemon? It's like, dude, I fuck yeah, I know about Pokemon. We want to talk. Who do you think you're talking to, man? <laughs> like, uh, they were like Pokemon was big. My dad is Lieutenant Surge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, SpongeBob was huge. Um, one of the girls was a Judge Judy Stan, mm. which Yo. was like the most incredible. Like she could recite Judge Judy shows, and I was like, "This is the like you are incredible." Like she used to pull up Judge Judy on the on YouTube. She went to like a live. Judge Judy thing. A taping? Yeah, like, I was like, this is incredible. Like, you're amazing. She would, like, she, like, you would say something, she'd, like, pull up a clip and show it. It was, like, it was nuts. This is very off topic. Have you guys ever seen the clip of Amy Schumer at the uh, Judge Judy taping? No. Yeah, Amy Schumer's just in the background at one of the Judge Judy episodes, just, like, as an audience member. Just, uh, I don't know Uh if it was before she was famous or whatever, but... Uh, I feel like Judge Judy yeah. probably problematic, right? Nah, she dude, definitely, she's, she's very wholesome. Is she? She's laying down the law. Yeah. She's not a... I, I'd be interested where she falls on the political spectrum. She is super liberal. Really? You, really? Yeah. I'm shocked. Like, I'm dead. I, I think... We're going to fact check this. Yeah, I, I think, think we need was, to pull up... She was in a commercial tapes. for... Who was that guy... Uh, who spent all that money and then quit the, the Bloomberg? Bridge. I think she was in a Bloomberg commercial. I think she backed Bloomberg, which I mean, okay, is something. But yeah, she is. I think pretty liberal. That's funny, man. Yeah, because I was surprised I mean, you know, too. My yeah, she, my parents and I guess me to some extent, big J- Judge Judy stands because cast before the local news. Yeah, is Judge Judy. Mm-hmm. Okay, she proceeds. So is she the is she really like the top of the pile of of these judge shows like Judge Joe Mathis and like Divorce Court and like, you know, there's a there's a million of them. 
Judge th- Judy's the one. I think she's I think she started the TV. Okay. Well, maybe not started, but she revolutionized the TV court. Okay. Um, but I, th- I heard she's retiring. So Judge Judy, no more. When uh, I think about Judge Judy, the clip that comes to mind is uh, that dog and the dog deciding like who it's going to run to <laughs> and her her deciding her judgment on that. <laughs> Was that in Judge Judy? I thought that was from Air Bud. (laughs) I thought that was from Judge Judy. I thought that was from Judge Judy. And the other great Judge Judy clip that I love is it's like, uh, uh, he stole my purse. And he's like, no, I didn't. She's like, there was $50 in there. He's like, no, there was only 40. (laughs) It's like, whoops. She did support Bloomberg. Yeah. She was against Bernie Sanders. Oh. Oh. Okay, she is problematic. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Awkward Pause has come to a close. I've been your host, Sam Atherton. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, SmathXX. You can follow Lil Sargento at... At Sergeant Cass. You can follow Lil Drew Road at... Well, Heifer, uh, follow me at Street Super. Make sure you're registered to vote. And if you're voting by mail, do it early. Yeah, was it October 20th? Do it I way before it that. State by state. The post office is fucked. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. Mine's, I, mine's in the mail. Thank I you, think, Washington. Vote by mail is great. Yeah. We, Cass, you already voted for the regular election? I voted for the primaries. We had a primary here. Oh, okay. But, like, shit that matters. Yeah. Attorney General, Governor... Yeah, uh, Congress people like we have a chance to flip blue. It's it's a big deal. Please do vote. Uh, you can follow the missing Elmer Guardado at Elmer is not mad. It's never been truer than that is right now. Uh, listen to Gone Gold. It's our video game podcast. Um, if you liked the little teaser, we talked we talked games a little bit today. Uh, we have a full hour of it every Friday. Uh, you can follow the show at Awkpaws. The merch is coming eventually. Uh, until then, stay awkward. Shadows, silence grows in the spaces between, stretching out beyond.
blossoming in a soil reclaimed from the past. We're destined.